I'm Mike Shrews. And I'm Tivis. And you're listening to The Monstercast, episode 35. <laughs> Right, welcome back everybody to the Monster Cast the podcast where we watch and talk about the monsters. I am, of course, Mike Shrews, and with me as always, my co-host and friend Tivis. Tivis, how you doing today, my man? I'm doing good. Are you gonna have to be able to hold together? <clears throat> I'm doing all right. My throat's a little better. <clears throat> Maybe. Uh full disclosure, we are recording multiple in a row, and uh Mike <laughs> is still recovering. So oh, we'll see how this goes. Yes, yes. <laughs> Um, awesome. Fun times <laughs> when you're doing a whole day of recording. <laughs> um, and you're, you can't even talk. All right. So, uh, real quick, everybody, before we get into the episode, uh, the dirty work, of course, you can find the monster cast on social media via Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, all at the monster cast. You can also find us and watch our pretty ugly faces on YouTube via the monster cast YouTube channel. Um, and if you want to email us concerns, questions, monster content, uh, monster information, monster friends, um, you know, monster stories that you have, your personal monster stories or what they meant to you, what they've meant to you throughout your life or anything like that, or even your opinions on the uh, Rob Zombie Monsters movie coming out and everything. Um, definitely email us at the monstercast at Outlook dot com that's the monster cast no s's in there at the end at outlook.com um and then uh you'll either hear from me or tivis or both of us uh regarding whatever your topic is so uh definitely definitely do that we love to get the emails from everybody that has emailed us um it's interesting it's fun yeah, yeah. Uh, we appreciate each and every you know email comment yeah all of it and and Uh, i I did forget to say too on the last episode which i I should have done um we also have merch out now guys oh shoot yeah i meant to bring that up as well um so we have uh several monsters t-shirts that have been designed specifically for us like i have either designed them myself or had some friends design them things like that um specifically for you guys the monster cast fans um and uh you can find the link in the description it is a store frontier at the moment store um until i work out some kinks with uh teespring uh and and issues that i was having with them on setting that up because they were being jerks (laughs) um (laughs) Anyways, uh, you can definitely find that in the links in the description. And uh, I think it's on our link tree as well. If it's not in the description or you can't find it in all the billion links that we have in our descriptions. So uh, definitely check that out, guys. Um, And uh, there's some cool ones. I'm waiting on some to get in so I can start wearing them on the show as well. So same. Yeah. Uh, And with that said, 
shall we bust into this or do you got anything else that you want to share? Oh, and mm. in case people uh, haven't seen it yet, um, I know last week's episode came out. <clears throat> this uh, We recorded that when we... Um, uh, was the same day that the monster trailer dropped and then we watched it and recorded the uh, the uh, reaction to the trailer afterwards. Well, we're recording this right after that. So uh, just so you know, <clears throat> um, go check out the reaction video. If you have not yet, it is on the MonsterCast YouTube channel. Definitely yeah, check that it's out. A, it's, it's, a, it's a quick watch. Um, yeah. You get our immediate thoughts to what we're seeing. And uh, honestly, given a little bit more time to process it, and I mean a little bit more, I I am so excited for this freaking film. Yeah, <clears throat> it's gonna be fun, man. It's gonna be a fun family-filled film, and uh, there's nothing else that you could ask for for a monsters film. You know, you know what it kind of reminded me of? It's uh the uh, the uh, John Goodman Flintstones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it it's it reminds me of that like uh it's it's cheese it looks like it's gonna be cheesy to the max and i'm here for it yeah i know that's gonna be an issue with a lot of people but i am here for it and that's the funny thing i'm sure by the time this episode drops there's gonna be tons of people with me like oh it's just cheesy clearly you never watched the monsters <laughs> and 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 if that's the only thing that they're gonna say is it's cheesy good because that's probably the style he's going for if it's cheesy and that's what he's going mm. for that's the point <laughs> so and it's so good yeah. to see the three main cast that we know of yep uh actually be the characters this time around rather than in the teaser like i could see mm -hmm. yeah i i even said this in the video but i could see them bringing the characters to life and yeah, yeah daniel's right they have probably the best people around to do this mm -hmm. yeah so definitely. I, i'm truly excited well i don't want to talk about it too much because this episode is going to be out two weeks out so <laughs> a week out or whatever two weeks um i i know I yeah know. I definitely just, it's the definitely, give people time to process it and yeah, think so yeah definitely check out our uh, little reaction video it's not much of a reaction we just talk real quick about it um and everything so uh, with that said, guys, let's dive into episode 35 of The Monsters, starting with episode Tivis. 24 of season two, The Musician. Awesome. Uh, aired March 3rd, 1966. Excuse me. Mm -hmm. uh, written by Richard Bayer. With normally Benita Haas also involved. Mm -hmm. Ezra Stone directing again. Oh, excuse me. I'm so sorry. Uh, one guest this episode. John Carradine returns as Mr. Gateman, last seen in Herman's Rays. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Awesome. So is it my turn now? <laughs> yeah. All right. So uh, the musician. Cat food? March. Third, 1966, as Tivis previously stated, Grandpa's magic transforms Eddie from a rotten trumpet player into a classical music virtuoso with a potion. But when Eddie needs to be a duplicate, er, but when Eddie needs to duplicate that performance for Herman's boss, Grandpa cannot remember the exact formula 
of the potion. Dun dun. Shocker. Dun. Grandpa's screwing it up again. <laughs> All right. So I'm seriously smelling like cat soft cat food. So I'm wondering if my I, I'm hoping my wife fed the cats and one of them didn't puke like outside my door. Guess what? That's not any of our problem, but yours, because we can't smell it. <laughs> I, I'm just explaining what's um, going on with me yeah, right yeah, now, because yeah. it's I guess not you. good. Um, so let's so, dive into this episode. <laughs> yeah, we, we opened with uh, Herman and Grandpa screaming at each other so loud you can hear them outside on the road. Yeah. Uh, Lily is happy for these fam- friendly family discussions. Yeah, it's like everyone's Thanksgiving anymore. Um, (laughs) Herman says Eddie needs to learn an instrument. Grandpa says you shouldn't force a kid to do anything. I have to say I'm siding with Grandpa on this argument. I don't know how you feel as an actual parent. But I know uh, from being a kid, if I didn't want to learn something, I was not going to learn it. (laughs) And there was no amount of forcing me to. Just wait till you have some kids. (laughs) uh yeah i don't i just like if they're passionate about something i will absolutely help them go to it but i'm not like my dad tried to get me into karate i don't give a crap i don't want to do it i don't want to waste my time i have other stuff i want to do (laughs) yeah but you're a kid your time means yeah. nothing. You do what you're told, boy. Everyone's time <laughs> is valuable. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. So, Lily is in the middle of this argument. Uh, Herman sticks his tongue out and Grandpa summons fire once again. He always loves to go to the fire. I hope we get some of that in the movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah always with the fire so uh mr gateman is coming over for dinner and herman promised that his kid would play music Mm -hmm. that's a bit much Uh, you always hear these random things like in in at least older tv shows and stuff like that where like the kids had to to perform for the friends of the the parents and stuff like that, or their bosses and things. So it's, it's natural. I think that was something that people did back in the day. I, I honestly assume it's, it's foreign to me. They, so they put it in so many shows and stuff growing up as, so I'm just assumed that that's what kids did back in the day. It's like they had the, when I was little and they had important guests coming over, it's like, Get in the hey, other I'm going to be in my room reading a book, yeah. not making any noise. That okay? <laughs> uh, so. I just want to be left alone. I don't want them to talk to me. I don't want to talk to them. <laughs> so Eddie comes in looking extremely sad with an instrument case. Mm. Uh, Herman's opens it up and it's a trumpet. Lily asks if, uh, you know, Eddie requested it or was assigned it and he's like yeah the teacher assigned it and then begins playing it extremely off tune yeah uh herman is sort of enjoying it and everyone else is in misery with grandpa covering his ears they're like too harsh it's not that bad 
it wasn't that bad. There was actually some tune to it, so... Yeah, uh, trumpets can be pretty loud, though. I mean, it didn't yeah. sound too bad in our audio, but I kind of want like if you were to hear it in person. Right. Because my buddy was a band. I, I have a buddy who was I have two buddies who was in band, actually. Uh, and yeah, they, they those are they're much more uh, loud. I guess mm. is the only word coming to my head in person than in, in any recording you've ever heard. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. But yeah. Oh, go ahead. No, go, go. Finish. Oh, okay. I, I didn't know if you had a story you were going to tell nope. or something. No antidote uh, today. I'm tired. Uh, we cut to uh, din- the dinner table and Herman is telling the family how interested Mr. Gateman was in Eddie learning the trumpet. At that moment, Eddie asked to be excused before dessert so he can watch the movie Captain Blood. Lily thinks this is a swell idea, but Herman, on the other hand, thinks Eddie needs to practice before he begins watching. Oh, well, first he asks him, he grabs him by the arm. He's like, did yeah, you finish did your, homework? your homework? Yeah. yeah. Did you did you get your practice in? Nope, but I'll do uh, it during commercials, Pop. Nope, you'll do it before you even turn on the set. <laughs> that's when this trumpet meets with an unfortunate accident if this was my house <laughs> I told you I don't do things that I don't want to do I've never been that person oh. I've had a lot of bosses be angry with me you'd get your ass whooped in my house <laughs> oh I did get my ass whooped it didn't do shit <laughs> it wasn't done right I then. saw the belt more than once <laughs> All right. uh, Herman then asked him uh not to mumble behind his back. He would prefer if Eddie did that to his face instead. Yeah. Uh, Lily worries that they're pushing the kid too hard. Marilyn agrees that, you know, it's a field that he's showing no talent in. Eddie begins playing Carnival of Venice off key. I know that because the subtitles told me so. Uh, Herman defends his son's ability. And, uh, yeah, again, I don't, I don't think you should force your kids to do things that they're not good at. Yeah, I guess so. Um, but Mr. Gateman told him that his son had to do it. So, yeah, I know there, I will get into that as a, we just like Clyde last week. There's some strangeness afoot here with Mr. Gateman. Yeah. Um, So we transition to Herman reading a paper while Eddie tells him it's unfair he has to practice the trumpet today. It's Sunday, the day of rest. Herman's, all right. And I love this this line from Fred. It's so good. It's like, I'm willing to make a deal with you. You could practice sitting down today. Yeah. (laughs) It is like the way he delivers it is. It, it reminds me a lot of like you know my stepdad and my dad and stuff. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like, yeah, all right. Like I, I'm sure Fred has kids of his own. There's not many actors who don't, but like, it, it really feels like he's a father to Butch in this moment. <laughs> uh, so Eddie is miserable and says he wishes he could learn by magic. And Herman's like, no, 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 no. You don't do that in this house. And I'm like, oh, yes, he does. Remember that time grandpa made him real good at piano? Uh, 
or the organ i should say yeah also fred had five children by the way jesus that's too many <laughs> i would go insane not for the era he grew up in that's a that's small amount right <laughs> that's still a lot <laughs> like two makes me go insane like oh i feel bad for my sister who has three I have a brother so, who has like a billion kids. So, how do you not just go into like a padded cell? It, it blows my mind, honestly. Because I'm right now, I'm in a happy place where I get to visit these children that I love, and then I get to leave them with someone else's problem. <laughs> just wait till you have your own. You'll be I fine. Know, You'll know. be fine. <laughs> All right. Anyways, um, yeah. So where, now where we're in were the we? lab. <laughs> in the lab, yeah. <laughs> Grandpa's down there, and uh, he's he puts earmuffs on because of the damn music. He's just like, nope, screw it, can't do it. And Igor's flying around, and he's just going back, literally back crazy. As Grandpa says, yeah, even the music's even making the bats go bat crazy. They're <laughs> batty. <laughs> Poor Igor. And uh, he tells Igor the perch. And uh, he puts these little earmuffs over Igor and Igor flies. How is Igor still flying without being able to hear? Well, he's just going in a circle. Yeah, he's, he might know the lab by now. It's like hope. if you ever had a, a been to a friend. Do you know, ever know anyone who has a blind pet? Yeah. Yeah. You know how they can get around the house fine until you move furniture around. Yeah. Yeah, it's probably that. Uh, that's actually that's a good point. I didn't think of that when I watched this. I'll be honest. Um, so Grandpa's making this potion, and he throws like some hair in it, some sauerkraut, a picture of Beethoven, uh, some water from a few specific places, a mm -hmm. stein of beer. Which I'm like, okay, Eddie's like ten. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> after this he comes up from the lab still wearing his earmuffs uh -huh. Lily goes to talk to him and he just walks straight past her ignoring her and she's like oh alright he's in a rush <laughs> that's fine I guess uh, he walks into the kitchen where Marilyn is preparing their Sunday treats Yeah, uh, he tries to talk to her Realizes he can't hear her, gets a little upset. She takes his earmuffs off and he's like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's like, hey, let me help take these out. And he spikes Eddie's drink. Yeah, he, he literally <laughs> names each glass. But like the one glass that sticks out is not the one that he picks for Eddie, which would be the one I would have picked for Eddie because it sticks out. Um, But he doesn't. And and then grandpa goes into the living room and gives everyone their drinks. And guess what? Grandpa takes the spiked one when in this episode and like in the in the scene, the one that he put the potion into mm -hmm. Al grabs that glass and Butch takes the glass that didn't have anything in it. So technically, Grandpa had the one with the potion in it. I think oh, they just forgot about that. Because I was watching, I was like, 
He just took. It. I was like, oh, maybe he's holding it so that Fred wouldn't be, you know, so that uh, uh, Herman Herman <laughs> wouldn't just grab that one. Yeah, because there's like two left, and Herman's like, which one should I take? And Grandpa's like, don't be rude. You take the one closest to you, you idiot. Yeah. So, but Grandpa, yeah, Grandpa took the one of the main because there was four basically bunched together and one at the end, and the one. And the four is what grandpa took. And then Eddie took the one that was at technically at the end. So I was like, oh, so he didn't even actually get the potion. Like I was, so I was thinking the whole time I was like, oh, so it's going to be like Eddie actually was talented. Yeah. No, it's just a production error. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm going to have to rewatch this one and check that now. That's interesting. That's all right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Eddie Durant, drowns downs his lemonade <laughs> and then just Can you drown a liquid i don't know <laughs> and he begins playing the trumpet like extremely well herman celebrates and grandpa makes a comment that lily catches but let's go yeah she's like uh, oh, i don't know if uh i don't know if i can make more potion that quick yeah <laughs> Uh, Lily is preparing dinner for Mr. Gateman as it tries to escape. Like she literally like tells it, no, back down there to your death. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Grandpa is reading uh, his book of magic curses and potions. Uh, we never get a title to this book, do we? No, I don't think so. We no. haven't anyways. So, yeah, he's just going over it to make sure he understands how the potion works, which is honestly the most responsible we have ever seen grandpa with his magic mm-hmm. uh so he's like okay we have to repeat the process to keep up the effects and it, it is it's stressed that you cannot change the formula or it will go badly and he's like he gets a worried look on his face like but at that exact moment uh herman opens the trap door so i'm not real sure if it's him like oh no right i have to remember this or if it's herman coming down uh igor is still flying around with his ears covered yeah herman walks up to grandpa he's like yeah what you doing (laughs) herman's such a kid (laughs) he's like hi igor hi igor (laughs) i can't do a herman definitely and he just keeps going about it. It's like, Igor, hi. And he's like, Grandpa, Igor just like gave me the cold shoulder. Yeah, he's wearing earmuffs. Why is he doing that? Yeah, bats. Why don't t- I know how bats dress? You get <laughs> to tell a bat how they have to dress? <laughs> he's like, why don't you go change your socks for Mr. Gateman? And Herman's like, I've already done that. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, so uh, this is where we get dinner with Mr. Gateman. Mr. Gateman shows up and he seems so different in this episode from the last time we saw him. Yeah, it does. Like we've always had Mr. Gateman has a very close relationship with the family, but this portrayal of him. Like it, this feels like something that should be very early on in Herman's career rather than no this many episodes in. Yeah. 
where he's trying to impress him rather than someone who's like basically an extended member of the family based on all the comments we've gotten over the, you know, many, many episodes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's it's weird because let's see. Mr. Gateman's telling a bad joke that clearly flops, but uh, Herman starts bellowing out laughing until Mr. Gateman cuts him off. Uh, Lily offers him some more pie and he graciously accepts while uh, complimenting her cooking. And Herman's like, oh, yeah, yeah, you really know how to put it away, as we say down in the parlor. And Gateman's like, I do not accept jokes at my expense. He's so like dry in his delivery and stuff yeah. in this. It's so weird. He, he does a joke too, and Herman just starts laughing and laughing and laughing. Like we know Herman to do. And yeah. he's just like, All right, stop. You've overdone it. Like, just stop. <laughs> You're gonna overdo it, dude. Yeah, yeah. And he's like he he addresses Count Dracula directly, so he knows the family members. Yeah. It's like, but Grandpa's distracted, you know, trying to remember what he used to make the potion. Yeah. And you need to write this stuff down, and you need to label it so you don't confuse it with other writing. Uh, Lily interrupts him, and he's like, "Hey, pay attention to our guest." Uh, and Mr. Game is like, "Why have you been so quiet all night?" And Grandpa's. I'm basically shy. BS. <laughs> BS, Grandpa. Yeah. Uh, and then Grandpa like distracts everyone by, hey, what's that on the ceiling? And spikes Eddie's milk. <laughs> and he's like, oh, I guess it was nothing. And I didn't even notice this, but Herman picks up Mr. Gateman's chair to get a better look at the ceiling. Yeah. And he's like, put me down. <laughs> Yeah, I was just like, wait, why? Why? What? Yeah, I didn't even notice until he said something to her. <laughs> uh, so we go out to the living room where Eddie's waiting to play and Grandpa hands him his milk. Herman gives Mr. Gateman a footstool and then lifts his feet and puts them on. He's like, you want me to remove your shoes? And the Herman did. Just chill. Way too much. Yeah. Just too much. Uh, uh, Gateman says, I would not. And if uh, Eddie could refrain from playing any music that isn't classical. Yep. So uh, Herman then stands up, gives an introduction to Eddie. And Eddie begins playing jazz. Smooth jazz. Really yeah. good smooth jazz, too. Um, yeah, which like pisses off Mr. Gateman. He's like, oh, he's so nope, happy. You're fired. <laughs> Why? <laughs> because it's his uh, his kid did something that he was told directly not to have his kid do. So that's his fault. Yeah, yeah. Well, you got a kid. Kids act on their own. I mean, if the end of the episode didn't happen. You know, Herman had a great lawsuit right there being filed, fired unjustly. Yeah. <laughs> Not even for something that happened at work. <laughs> and depending on the laws back in the 60s in California. You know. <laughs> yeah. So Mr. Gateman storms out and Herman rounds on Eddie. Mm. Eddie responds in beatnik and Herman is just so confused. That, what? 
Yeah. <laughs> I like, I, he he loses his anger so fast. Just uh, <laughs> why? <laughs> uh, so. At the breakfast table, Grandpa is being confronted by the family after saying it was an honest mix-up. He's yeah. like, you didn't complain after the first potion. And Marilyn's we didn't know it existed. And Lily's like, do you really think I would have let you if I had known? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is like where uh, Grandpa's finally getting called out on his bullcrap. <laughs> so. Yeah, and Her- Herman's like, we don't even let you help with his homework. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah this is this is great (laughs) it's like how many episodes have we seen where grandpa just involves himself with magic yeah to try and fix whatever he thinks is wrong yeah make the process go quicker yeah 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 Yeah, so uh lily's like he's now refusing to go to school because of this damn potion what are you going to do about it? And Grandpa's like doing some quick mumbling. It's like, okay, it's going to wear off shortly. How shortly? To Anytime in the next the... two minutes to six months. Yeah, <laughs> two minutes to six months. <laughs> and both Marilyn and Lily like close their eyes in frustration. Yeah. Like yeah. at the exact same moment, like, ugh. And Herman goes upstairs to Eddie's room and uh, actually, you know, gets, gets kind of like, you know, a cool cat with his son. And yeah, you know. he tries to communicate with him in the same beatnik tone. And he's doing a decent job. <laughs> and yeah. it's, it's really reminiscent of today's. Like, hey there, dude. What's up? <laughs> you know, Tim must never do that again. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> dude, no. Don't that shit. <laughs> <laughs> for everyone <laughs> to know that's the first time I've heard Timus Everett say that <laughs> okay <laughs> moving forward <laughs> I didn't expect that to break you so much <laughs> but it's essentially it's exactly what's going on here with Herman but you know in 60s <laughs> yeah so um, Eddie uh He's like, so what are you going to do then if you don't finish school? And he's like, I plan to take my horn to Vegas and earn a living there. And was like, well, that's 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 a great idea. Um, don't you have to be 16 to do a work permit? And Eddie like snaps out of it. Like, I didn't even think of that. I didn't even think of and that. I was like, Pop. you're back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Then Eddie begins wavering back and forth between his usual polite self and beatnik. Mm. And Herman's like, Oh God! Here, play this trumpet. We need to see if the potion's actually out of you. <laughs> it begins playing like smooth jazz that slowly moves to off tune, and Herman's like, "Yes, you're back to normal." And he like hugs Eddie. He's just so happy his son's back to normal, completely forgetting that he cost him his job. Yeah, and it's a really nice moment. I mean, you can't blame his son. Like, you know. Even though it was directly because of his son for some BS reason, Mr. Gateman's an asshole. It was no, it was actually grandpa's fault. I mean, I 
His, Do you really think if Eddie played off tune, Mr. Gateman wouldn't have reacted the same? His son, his son was only doing what the potion made him do. I know, uh, but I'm saying you don't think Mr. Gateman would have reacted the same. You can't do a what about isms <laughs> or what if isms. I can because he's an asshole in this episode. <laughs> so, I don't know. Yeah, so someone's knocking on the door. Herman goes to answer it. It's Mr. Gateman. He's here to offer Herman his job back. Mm. He's like, oh, you realize the parlor doesn't run as smooth without me? And Mr. Gateman nope. goes, no, actually, it's better. Yeah. I miss you being around. <laughs> Gateman's like removing all of his traveling garb and putting it all over Herman and just, just walks away as Herman is expressing gratitude. Yeah. And Herman's like all frazzled by this. Like, yeah. He, he looks like, you know, like a... Because he puts the the scarf over top of Herman's head, and he just like <laughs> looks like a poor commoner. That's just like, yes, thank you. <laughs> he does too. Uh, so he walks out to the rest of the family. He's like, I want to apologize for my behavior the other night. It was extremely poor. Mm. And is there anything I can do to make up for it? And Krepa's like, well. And Lily cuts him off, and she's like, no, we're just thankful to have Herman's job back. It's like, yeah. well, I would love to hear Edward play this time. <laughs> Lily starts to say that's not a good idea, but Grandpa leaves it up to Herman and Herman's like, well, after how Mr. Herman has tr- or Gateman has treated me uh, for all these years, I think we absolutely let Eddie play for him. And Eddie's like, should I let him have it? And Herman's like, yes, Eddie. Let, Let him have it. it. And Eddie begins playing horribly off tune. Mr. Gateman's in misery and the family just leave the room. Yeah. You have another thing and where I'm just like, I thought they always talk about him treating him very well. They so. do. They He sends them Thanksgiving turkeys. Yeah. That's like, he's been a very like nice member to the family. Lily's always talking nice to him. Like, what the heck is going on? Again, if this was earlier in the season, it would make more sense because we don't have all this precedent. Kind of like that one where Herman had a meltdown over Lily getting a job. Yeah. But because they put it so late, it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. And this is how the episode ends, too, is with Eddie torturing Mr. Gateman. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's the last time we get to see Mr. Gateman, too. Um, Yeah, In this original series, it's his very final very final his final appearance it's it's we made sure of it believe me we traveled back it's not happening again just take it care of (laughs) (laughs) yeah so we close with uh eddie just torturing mr gateman um by playing really crappy um i I don't even want to try and say what he was trying to play so yeah uh yeah yeah so the episode i mean if it was a different boss or you know anything i think it would have hit better for me anyways it it just felt like it was it it was really fast too um but the whole like mr gateman being a dick kind of thing almost like a dictator um 
it was just crazy. It was weird to see because we've seen all these. Well, we saw the one good moment with him and Lily before, and we have always continually hearing him on the phone, supposedly, and things like that, or what he has supposedly said to Herman and stuff like that. So, yeah, it's interesting to see. I think this is also the only time we've ever seen Herman interact with him. Yeah, that's true, because last time it was Lily going to beg for Herman's job yeah. back. So. Uh, well, they have interacted over the phone, but not directly in person. Right, right. This is the first time we've yeah. seen them acting together. Um, so, yeah, I I, I think that, that part kind of, like, uh, turns me down a little bit for this episode, and that's, that's probably about it. Yeah. How about you? Yeah. I, I love the, the, now, no, I can't even say that. I was going to say the message of, you know, just being happy your kid's okay, but that's not even the message. It's just a nice moment in the episode. Yeah. I don't even know what the message in this is. Uh, this is not, I can't say I really enjoy this one. Kids, that's the message. Don't drug your grandkids. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, yeah that's a very important message um other than that though yeah i i didn't care for this one all that much again if it was earlier in the show where we didn't have all this build up for mr gateman yeah i wouldn't feel this way but we're way too late in the game for something like this yeah yeah i, I can uh, agree with that for sure all right uh, what about our trivia? Did we get any trivia for this episode? Yeah. Uh, last appearance of Mr. Gateman. A lot of musical stuff here. The piece Eddie plays perfectly after Grandpa's Potion is the Carnival of Venice. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is based on a uh, Neapolitan folk tune, Oh Mama, Mama Cara. Can't say I'm familiar with it, but it was popularized by violinist and composer Niccolo Paganini. <laughs> God, hey. why do I get stuck with the names? I'm so bad at them. Uh, in 1829, he wrote a series of technical variations for it, which became a popular show-off piece for uh, cornet and trumpet players and eventually other instruments as well. Mm-hmm. That must be a musical term I'm not familiar with, but probably, uh, you know, other people get it. I'm not musically inclined like some of my friends. Um, After Eddie takes Grandpa's second potion, potion, he starts playing jazz and wants to drop out of school. When Herman comes uh, comes to his room to talk about it, Eddie is playing Willow Weep for Me. Uh, This tune was written in 1932 by Ann Ronnell and is widely accepted as a jazz standard. Uh... Also, when Lily pushes her roast in for Mr. Gateman, she's only wearing one oven mitt, so yeah. she should have totally burned her hand. Yeah, I noticed that. <laughs> I was like, she just, she like uses one oven mitt and then pushes it with the other hand. I'm like, okay. She is a vampire, though. So. Yeah, which makes me wonder, does she even need the other oven mitt? Maybe it's just so her hand didn't get dirty because that hand was closer to the actual food. Mm, maybe that that's entirely possible i know yeah I, that's as good that's a good a theory as any <laughs> why not yeah i uh, yeah 
I don't know. This episode just frazzled me, quite honestly. Yeah. I, mm. I'm curious to see how um, Mr. Gateman is portrayed in the Rob Zombie film now. Yes. After seeing this episode, because I'm like, you know, it, we've seen them be the the quote unquote father figure almost like, yeah. of Herman. And then we see him like this dictator guy or just like. You know, Mr. Burns, basically. <laughs> like yeah, Mr. yeah Burns. That's, a, that's a good comparison. <laughs> so, uh, except, yeah. you know, even in this episode, Mr. Gaiman has a bigger heart than Mr. Burns. Yeah. yeah. If, yeah. if he wanted, maybe he keeps Herman around because he wants Herman's heart for when his heart fails. Aha. That is a Mr. Burns twist to it. Anyways. Um, yeah. So uh, is that it for trivia? Yeah, that's all I got. Awesome, man. So let's dive into this next episode. Prehistoric <sighs> Monster. Season two, episode 25 aired March 10th, 1966. Written by Doug Tibbles with Norm Liebman and Ed Haas, as always. Uh, Joseph Pevney is directing this one. Uh, so Ezra gets a little bit of a break. All right. Three guests this episode. George Petrie as Professor Hansen, uh, who played Sid in Mad About You, which ran from 94 to 95. For anyone who's like that show, I do. Uh, Dick Poster as the young doctor and Harvey Corman as Professor Fagenspan. <laughs> Fagenspan? Fagenspan? Yes, which... Fagenspan. If he because sounds he is, familiar... He's German. He's German, remember? Fagenspan, yes, Fagenspan. that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nein. <laughs> Leiter Spitzel. Um. <laughs> I'm not going to say the words I know. <laughs> Well, I just yelled pencil sharpener, so... <laughs> well, I'm not going to say the words I know. <laughs> uh, so, it, it, if you hear recognize his voice, uh, there's a really good reason for that, because he played Dr. Leinbach in Yes, Galen, There is a Herman, but also Lenny Bates in Family Portrait, if you remember Beverly's last episode. Okay. So... Uh, yeah, welcome sight to come back. I enjoyed his. I call him the sculptor in this because it, we have the sculptor, the anthropologist, and the doctor. And I am never going to be able to get that name down. So, huh? What's that, up? That actor's been in a bunch of shit. Oh um, yeah, yeah. I'm in, pretty sure we've gone over it before. That's yeah, why I didn't want to go into Jingle it again. All the way as the president. That's right. Yep. Dracula dead and loving as well. All right. Uh, is that it for your guess? Yep. All right. So on a synopsis. Prehistoric monster, March 10th, 1966. As Tivis previously stated, Marilyn sculpts a clay bust in Herman's likeness. When she tells her art professor that the sculpture represents a living person, he plans to make a bundle from his discovery of a missing link. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Back to the missing again. link. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, Herman is shaving as Eddie comes in and scares him, causing him to cut his candle. The flame reignites and he tells Eddie not to sneak up on me when I'm grooming. Don't you remember the last time you did this when I was getting my hair cut and you made me do a rodeo? <laughs> or a, a... Not a rodeo. Uh, <laughs> what? Bronc... Um, what's the term when you ride a horse? <laughs> Is it just a rodeo? What do you mean? The term when you ride a horse? A horseback well, ride? No, when you do it for a show. I thought there was action, but we'll just go with rodeo. Just to move on. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was a funny episode. Grandpa, you trying to throw me off? No, it's not actually Grandpa. Uh, so he begins shaving again as Eddie is still standing there and Eddie just simply starts talking and he freaks out again cutting the... <laughs> <It's> like, Dude! <laughs> he has a giant one too. Giant razor. Straight razor. Yeah, he does. Um, <laughs> he like pulls Eddie in close. He's like, Eddie, if I cut my head off with this razor, I'm going to ground you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Eddie finally gets out what he's been trying to ask and says, hey, can I have a picture of you? And Herman's, oh, why? <laughs> he's like, well, you're the most handsome dad around. And Herman's like, go on. So like, that, that's it. He's, go, no, no, you had something going there. Keep going. <laughs> I'm just going to enter you in father of the year contest. He's like, oh, yeah. I don't know about that. And then he's like, all right, starts walking away. And Herman's like, wait, 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 wait. There's a picture in the top drawer. Take that. And he's like, these other fathers don't have a chance. And the mirror he's using just shatters. Yeah. Uh, I love that this gag is back. It is quite a few episodes in a row now. Mm -hmm. And that's our uh, our cold open. Uh, we got Marilyn helping what appears to be Marilyn helping Lily with one of her sculpture. And she's like, I have no idea what to do with this one. Uh, yeah. Grandpa walks in offering some shots of penicillin. <laughs> <laughs> and Marilyn's, no, I, look, I got to do this for my sculpting class. I don't for art class. Like, yeah. I don't know what to do, you know, who to model it on. And Grandpa's like, well, why don't you do Seymour? Alec, cause is <laughs> yeah. Liz like who? Grandpa gets offended by this. He's he's the most famous Greeks taxidermist back in uh, Transylvania. Yeah, and I was like, I, I need someone more interesting. And Herman comes in. He's like, what is this junk in my way? <laughs> Liz like this is for Marilyn's art class. He's like, oh yeah. Yeah, I could see you put a lot of hard work into it. It's like she hasn't started yet, you moron. <laughs> like, oh, she wants to, you know, do someone with you know, like a chiseled features and Greek like, yeah. you know, man manly and all this and godlike almost. And Herman's getting all like, yeah, it's gonna be me. And Grandpa's getting all like, yeah, it's me. And Herman's like, well, you know, if you want these, you know, features and everything, you have them standing right in front of you. And Grandpa's just like, thank you, Herman. <laughs> <laughs> they begin bickering with each other about who the criteria meets. And in the end, the girls go with Herman. Yeah. And 
I will say the sculpt that's there looks exactly like how Herman looked in the pilot episode as well. Yeah, the sculpt actually is it looks better. The the sculpt that um Marilyn does looks better than any of the sculpts we've seen like Lily working on throughout the series. Mm-hmm. Which um, we never actually see finished. We yeah. can only assume they're Herman because she beats but, the crap out of the top of them to make them flat. Dude, <laughs> dude, I looked at this sculpt and I was like, it looks like Zoolander as a Frankenstein monster. <laughs> <laughs> like ben Stiller. Ben Stiller. Yeah, it looked like, I'm bit, yeah. like him doing like, you know, with the, the contoured uh, cheekbones and stuff like that. But as a Frankenstein monster. Yeah, it like, honestly, it, if any of you went and watched the pilot, either on YouTube or on the DVDs with us. <laughs> sorry about that. Uh, like it, it looks so much like because for some reason, like uh, he was only missing like his padding and stuff, but he mm. looked so much like thinner in the pilot yeah. that he did in the actual show. And I don't believe Fred changed at all like you know gained weight or anything so it has to just be the padding that makes him look bigger Mm. yeah it's interesting um herman begins uh smiling and lily tells him you know stop moving Mm. yeah eddie comes in and he's like Hey, look, I, I mailed your photo for the contest. Here's the things you could win and runs off. And he's like, so the family gathers around as Herman starts reading it. You get four new suits, a whole new wardrobe. That can't be part of the, the suits. Can't be part of that. And the most exciting thing Lily reads so far, a lifetime of frozen enchiladas. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, all right. Who doesn't like an enchilada? All right nobody (laughs) (laughs) Lily says she thinks uh, he has a great chance and grandpa just laughs Herman's like hey you're just jealous for being a pet father (laughs) (laughs) and Lily turns on grandpa for once which is awesome to see because normally she's taking his side in these (laughs) yeah Marilyn talks about how the bust of Herman is going to get her an A uh cut to the art class with uh the sculptor <laughs> chisels at this big block and it just shatters in the dust basically <laughs> it turns to sand he's like i'm gonna call it confetti yeah <laughs> like this guy is clearly off his rocker he's just like he's just oh he's so sad um and then Marilyn walks in with her bust and stuff and shows it to him and it's like, yeah, this is this is my piece. I want he's like, oh, this is fantastic, fabulous, You've masterful. Reached into the soul of man and pulled out the primalness. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, Oh yeah, I modeled it after my uncle. And she's like, you modeled this after someone? <laughs> yeah, my uncle. Yeah. My uncle. Yeah. Yeah, he's only 151. Can you believe it? He still looks this good. <laughs> he cannot and hits himself with his mallet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then we cut to Marilyn coming home, talking about how the professor loved it. Herman is whittling something, and I got so distracted by him just 
doing whatever he's doing. I had uh, to pause and rewind at this moment because I missed everything that was being said. It was all dubbed too. For some reason <laughs> in this scene, it was all dubbed like they everything they were saying. Maybe he was making too much noise with the knife. Maybe. But uh Eddie comes in, he's like, did the did the mail win? Or did the mail arrive? I want to see if you won. Like, no. And thank God. Grandpa asked Herman what he's doing, because if this was one of those instances where they're just doing something weird and not acknowledging it, I would have been so unhappy. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's just like, no, it's not not just weird to us. It's like legit. Like, what the <laughs> hell are you doing weird in our house? And so I'm willing a self uh, a self um, sculpt of myself. And, um, he calls it a portrait. It's a skull. Yeah, it's a whittle. He's whittling it. So yeah. Um, and he's it, like, "That's a nice piece of wood." Where'd you get it from? <laughs> oh, I found it out front on the front porch. And Grandpa's <laughs> like, "You mean the the, the porch that needs the piece the to stay? The support?" <laughs> he's like, "What do you take me for? Some kind of idiot that I would just take the support beam from our porch?" two seconds later crash everything goes down and they run over to the door and herman's like oh you crummy dumb porch <laughs> yeah sticks his tongue out at the rubble <laughs> like herman it's a good thing no one was like on the balcony or anything that the porch might have been attached to right yeah like uh, the the male guy wasn't out there <laughs> or maybe he was <laughs> oh. uh so we cut to uh, the sculptor talking to a colleague, which I'm going to refer to as the anthropologist for the sake of ease. And he's showing up a picture of the sculpt. He took mm -hmm. a picture of it. He didn't even bring the sculpt to him. Uh, he's like, that's a perfect recreation of a caveman. The sculptor tells him, even better, it's someone alive. It was, that's not possible. This, this would mean this could be the missing link. Yeah. Here we go again. The missing link. Always with the missing link and Herman. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. So he, he is he the missing the link in all of a, us. He calls the sculptor a genius for what? I don't know. This was brought to him. He didn't discover it. Yeah. But the sculptor's like, that should be obvious. I'm German. <laughs> I love how cocky this guy is. <laughs> Uh, so uh, Herman is coming down the stairs as the mail arrives by arrow. Apparently, things have started regressing with the mailman since last we saw mm -hmm. uh, as Spot has tried to bury him in the backyard at some point. It's a constant back and forth with this mailman. They don't like each other, man. No. And I still wonder if it's the same guy from the episode two. Cause you have to wonder they have they have to be like please put me on a different route. <laughs> yeah. But uh, are you serious? That guy's probably still like falling in love with their next door neighbor. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. He probably um, quit his job. He totally forgot about it because he was so infatuated. Yeah, the potion wears off. Hopefully, they stick together. You know, they deserve some happiness. Yeah. Uh, 
She got knocked so, up during the potion, so they they, they had to get oh married. No. And <laughs> it was the sixties. That took a turn. <laughs> but in the mail, Herman has a letter addressed to him about how interesting his photo is and how they would love to him to come down to the state university to get a better look at him. Grandpa's in pure disbelief. Lily is excited and Herman heads out immediately. Yep. Uh, we cut to the sculptor beating himself and the anthropologist with the mallet with a new third person that we get introduced to as a doctor. And they are confused why Herman isn't there yet. The letter should have arrived by now. How fast is mail in this universe? <laughs> a lot faster than it is here. I'll tell you that. It is basically email. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the doctor asks why they thought this person could be real. And the anthropologist caves and is like, yeah, we probably shouldn't have got our hopes up. And the sculptor's just like, I'm so excited. I could get back on the sauce. <laughs> this guy is a mess. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's got an alcoholism problem now. Like, what's going on with this guy? So Herman like knocks on the door and like breaks it down at that moment. And all three men are like, oh, my God, he's real. <laughs> uh, Herman walks in. And he's asking them, you know, all right, can we get on with this interview so I can get my prizes? And they're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the anthropologist I made note is like cowering in the corner from her. <laughs> and the sculptor is just like, this is the best day of my life. <laughs> uh, like, what are you talking about? And he's oh, my stuff for getting father of the year. And they're like, father of the year. What? Uh, we're going to uh, we're going to have a side huddle over here for a yeah. quick second. <laughs> like. He has offspring. What the heck could they look like? <laughs> I don't know. And the doctor like takes a quick picture of Herman and Herman's like, what the, the heck? He's like blinded by the flash. <laughs> and they're like, all right, let's just play along with this. And they come back to him and he's like, uh, we need to examine you first for your prizes. And Herman's like, why? Like, because we do. All right doesn't take much to convince him by the way it's just yeah uh now we cut back to home with grandpa still in disbelief and uh grandpa's playing um chess checkers checkers yes sorry uh with an invisible thing which we find out in this episode is a uh, a a ghost? It has to be a ghost. This one, anyways. Yeah, I'm we curious have... if this is this has to be a different one though than from before because. But Lily I'm wondering sells. if that means the other one was a ghost as well. Then. Maybe, but because Lily see the, everyone sees it, so somehow. Um, yeah, everyone but us, the viewer. Yeah. Sees yeah the ghost. wins. He's like, "Hey, pay up!" He's like, "His opponent's refusing." Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, that's when Lily starts uh, talking. to him. He looks familiar. You know, who who is that you're playing? Grandpa's like, ah, some deadbeat I dug up on my walk through the cemetery. 
Yeah. <laughs> she like tells him, get out. Get out. If you're we are honest people who live up to our you know words, get out. <laughs> the ghost like throws over a bunch of stuff on the way out and slams the door. And grandpa's like, I <laughs> he was a nothing when I found you, and you're still nothing. <laughs> like this is a weird interaction like it has nothing to do with the main plot at all yeah yeah it's just uh adding on to the mystery i guess of the invisible people the ghosts i guess now since they're not invisible men yeah which kind of sucks but you think it would be because the universal owns that don't they uh yeah i believe so the invisible yeah. man it's one of their monsters yep that was gonna be part of the dark universe and all that throw out the dark universe bring on the monster verse uh <laughs> lily uh lily's like hey so i'm gonna borrow buy a new shroud now that herman won and eddie comes in at that moment with a, a newspaper like so he didn't win my friend's dad did He's like, no, no, that's impossible. He's out talking to the committee right now. No, he can't be. I accidentally mailed the picture and passed the deadline. He was disqualified. Yeah. Uh, Otherwise, he would have (laughs) won. Hold on. Wait. (laughs) Grandpa's got a look on his face like he wants to say, I told you so, but just doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) She's like, ah, oh, the last time he met with strangers, he was swindled into buying some uh, exercise equipment from Greenland. <laughs> <laughs> then Grandpa shocks me here. He he reassures her by saying, look, Herman has a good hold on good head on his shoulders. Mm. There's nothing in it, but it's a good head. <laughs> <laughs> He's not going to be taken advantage of, right? Um, yeah and herman then gets uh sent home from the people and he comes home well first there's the whole examination <laughs> yeah they do the stupid examination there and, and the whole time herman is just like you know well what about my prizes my prizes my prizes my prizes and they, yeah, they keep reassuring him of all these prizes that he's going to get um they like they they check his head size and then his chest size. And he's yeah. like, you know, be careful. I'm ticklish. And then they go to check his knee reflexes. They hit him in the knee and he breaks his hammer. So they grab the mallet, hit it again. And it causes his arm to like smack both guys around him. And he's like, no response. That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> As the two men are like, oh, God, I just had the wind knocked out of me. <laughs> then he, uh, they they put him in the chest. They They do a chest check or whatever. And, and he kicks, kicks a chair, chair through the window. We're like, I think we're done here. Yeah. They're like, yeah, we're going to be finished now. Uh, you're freakishly strong. So, uh, you know what? We have enough stuff for now. I'm If I don't get my prizes, I'm going to hold my breath. Yeah. They're like, no, no, don't do that. Just don't do that. I thought they were going to be like, okay, get a timer. But no, they're like, look, don't worry about it. We'll send it to you in the mail. All right. Yeah. Uh, and look, the doctor, the doctor's like, you know, what was he going on about? And the sculptor's like, look, when you have a gold maker, 
why should we care if he's a nut or not? <laughs> <laughs> the, the, oh, these people are weird. Um, they are. I, I, I just love this sculptor. He's so energetic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I uh, and they're stupid. <laughs> oh. But now we're back at home and the family's like, how do we break the news to Herman? And they're like hiding in the kitchen too. And they hear him come home and they're like, oh God, we look, we have to figure this out. And, mm-hmm. and he's like, I left the newspaper in the living room. You don't think he's going to see it, do you? You just see Herman with the newspaper. <laughs> this, he lets out like a roar of a dinosaur. And I was like, well, he saw it. <laughs> Yeah, they rush out there to see where he's at, and he's just like looking at it, and uh, he's like, "What? What is this? What? What happened? Yeah. Explain." And, and Eddie's like, "Well, hip hop, I forgot to, I didn't send your photo in at the right time, man. I just didn't yeah. get it there." And uh, Herman takes it so well. He's yeah, so calm, so calm, so gentle, and everything. And Eddie's <laughs> like, "I'm so glad you're taking this so well." Yeah. And Herman's like, no, no, don't interrupt me. I'm not done talking yet. <laughs> He's like, yeah, and, they, they couldn't they couldn't pick me because, you know, the, my my young boy, my good boy didn't send the photo in on time, which mm-hmm. means that, you know, they didn't have me to to pick out of all these other guys. And which means that this and which means that I don't get my prizes, which means I don't get my trip to Hawaii, which means I'm going to explode. Basically. Yeah, I'm going to throw a tantrum <laughs> and begins banging his yeah. fists on the table. <laughs> the whole lot then the, you know, everything starts falling apart again and everything like that. So yeah. yeah. And apparently off screen, we find out that he headbutted the chimney and broke it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So, uh, and then they 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 see in today's paper, which Eddie brings in on fire, because <laughs> Spot uh, picked it up for him. Spot picked it up for him. So, you know, and Fred <laughs> tries to blow it out, and I don't think that he, he, it was supposed wonder. to keep going. So he dumps it in the water, which I don't think was supposed to be part of the the <laughs> spot there, because he repeats his line again after that. Yeah. Thank God they had something in that cup. Right. (laughs) Right. Oh, yeah. He's like, oh, I recognize those three. And it's the three professors from uh, Maryland's college. Yep. Grandpa takes it and reads it aloud. And he's like, the three of them were discredited for trying to say Herman was alive. Yeah. And. Herman's like, serves them right for trying to call me a prehistoric monster. <laughs> yeah. Get the, they get what they deserve. Yeah. And she's like, oh, I wonder who they were. <laughs> and then we end. Um, yeah, that's the end of the episode. So uh, what, what did you think about the episode before you get into trivia real quick? I have no trivia for this one. So, um, yeah, it, I liked it a lot more than the first one, but I don't know. There was just it didn't quite reach as high as a lot of other episodes have for me. Right. Okay. 
same yeah it was it was okay episode fine episode uh not a whole lot popped out to me um besides like the sculpt and stuff like that which was kind of cool so yeah i enjoyed it though it was fun monsters that filled episode of course the the sculptor was my favorite part yeah so the crazy german i think that guy's just a good actor because i remember liking him as the psychiatrist too yeah yeah all right so trivia real quick i said i have no trivia oh you don't have any trivia no okay cool uh with that said then uh tivis last words for today's episode um short episode today guys you're welcome yeah both of these episodes went really quick yeah um yeah i i don't have a whole lot to say okay uh i'm i'm still curious again we're recording this early i know this is like a week removed from the trailer coming out but over a week week and a half i i'm just curious to hear what our fans think of it of the trailer yeah Yeah. well not even our fans just fans of the monsters in general yeah which i'm sure we'll see tons of that coming out um for us Mm -hmm. for sure but yeah it'll be all over the place within the week yeah (laughs) uh uh from you know our recording time anyways yeah Yeah. so uh Uh, thank everybody for listening to the monster cast and uh don't forget to email us your monster stuff at the monster cast at outlook.com yeah and uh be sure to join us next time as we talk about a visit from joanne and eddie's brother okay what now yep yeah We'll get to it. Uh, all right. Yeah. All right. Well, Tivis, with that said, uh, we will catch you all next time as we take another stroll down 1313 Mockingbird Lane. The lesson I want you to learn is it doesn't matter what you look like. You can be tall or short or fat or thin or ugly or handsome like your father. Or you can be black or yellow or white. It doesn't matter.